afternoon. Welcome in to the CHGO Bears podcast presented by PointsBet. Use promo code CHGO. When you sign up to get two risk-free bets up to $2,000, I felt good to say good afternoon. That's right, Because yeah. this is a new time. It is 1 o'clock as we do this live on YouTube. Hopefully, uh, you get a chance to, to find us on the YouTube channel, as so many of you do. And, uh, you know, it's not too big of an inconvenience to move you a couple hours, but we figure we're going to try this out, mainly because... Um, you know, as we try to line this thing up with things bears the Bears do on a daily basis, we think this is a better time. So we're here for you today uh, if you're watching live. And, of course, if you are listening to the podcast, we are always available to do that. And we appreciate those of you that consume the show that way as well. Please rate and review the podcast if that's how you get it done. But I'm back, Adam Hogue, alongside Nicholas Moriano. Thanks for holding down the fort yesterday. With no Will, problem, no problem. How was OTAs? OTAs were good. Yeah. Uh, we actually, the Bears, they practiced. It was one and two okay. fields, and they when they went to the second field, Adam, they said, "You guys can come along and go to the other side." So we're like, "Wow, yeah. you're giving us that, you know, uh, something that we can actually see here." Um, so they were good, and also the drive. I don't know about for you, but coming here at this time. I didn't hit any traffic. It was nicer. like forty minutes flying, flying exactly. Flying. So well, we'll just we'll just see on the way out. Just wait till you have to drive home. Yes, that will be the uh, <laughs> it's be ups the and downs. You know, it's fine. Yeah. You can always use your shoulder like all the assholes do on the Eisenhower. I hate that so I mean, much. Yeah, fuck they those do people. do that. You know, fuck <laughs> every one of those persons. Well, I could do a whole podcast on. I mean, I'll be honest. Like, drivers in I want to slide my car into that lane, and like just like. Stop, make them stop. But at the same time, I'm worried that the one time I do it, it's like a mother who's on the way to the hospital. Oh, yeah. 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 That's yeah. going to Gottlieb out that. there. On or the, the lunatic yeah. that could make really bad things happen. Yeah. Which you'd want to avoid that too because there's that whole problem. Um, how is Hawaii, by the way? I feel like I haven't seen you mm-hmm. in forever, Lawrence. Uh yeah well let's see how was <laughs> Hawaii get, let's try to, let's try and make my circle a little by the way here. Ke, so, uh, as a as a uh, as a oh, fellow hi. Hawaiian uh, lover visitor? and yeah, visitor I, yeah. I lover is the better word yeah I love Hawaii um <laughs> have you gotten through the depression that follows when you get home and I'm being serious about that because I don't know if you experience every time I come back from there I need at least two days where I just don't want to do anything. I am legitimately yeah, well, sad. Well, I mean, don't want to do anything. Plus, like the jet lag is for freaking real. Like, yeah, that's oh real my too. God, like I, I mean, you know, you fly back at it, you miss the whole night basically. And shout out to the asshole on the plane who had a coughing fit for about ten minutes straight. And I was like, "Is this outbreak? Is it happening?" Oh, uh, that was not fun. Well, he's on the way home. Yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah, but um, you get home. It's like six thirty in the morning. Chicago time and you're like totally your mind's like it's one in the morning there or whatever I haven't really slept on the plane I slept a little daughter did thanks good job kid that's big um and then we like ate breakfast slept a little did a little nap and then you're just still just kind of messed up you're right you're just totally messed up I wouldn't call it a depression though I mean it, you know it is what it is you got to go come home at some point do you though uh, I ch- was trying to figure out a way to make it not happen but yeah I did have to come back I got this new quicksilver hat though Okay, yeah, you got to call. Ooh, I like it. Nice. I like it. And the last two days, I've been wearing my Maui shirts, but I didn't have any more, so. Aaron Rodgers would definitely wear that hat. Hey, it's a good hat, you know? Uh, Shout out to my cousin's husband who uh, got me a little hookup at the Quicksilver shop. (laughs) Boom. Uh, Yeah, how you guys been doing? I almost dialed in from Maui, from the Lanai. Yeah? I was thinking about it. You should have. I should have. I wanted to check in. Well, you know. Man, I feel like everyone's been traveling but me. Adam, you were in New York. I was in New York weekend. over the weekend. You were in Nor- my, New York. My girlfriend left me and went to Italy virus. with her family, so she's oh. over there. Oh, you're in Hawaii. Oh, oh my I've been God. Here. You got your girl in Italy right now, and you're not with him? I know. What happened there, Nick? Maybe I had to go. Yeah, why are you not there? See this, why are you see here? This right here? What are you doing? We have a vacation planned later, though. Where? Soon. Punta Cana. We're going to Punta, Punta Cana. Cana. I was hoping you were going to say something like Alabama, and I was going to jump all over you. <laughs> yeah. You skipped the Italy trip, but... Mobile in June. I, That's fun. Punta Cana works. I'm yeah. down with that. Kind of like a graduation trip, like Kurt 
younger sisters all graduated. They went on a family trip, so yeah. they're enjoying. What I don't even know what time it is right now in Italy. But uh, well, enjoying. it's six hours. I believe it should be about seven o'clock. They should be thinking about uh, sipping on some wine and eating dinner at this at this yeah. point. Or some Neapolitan pizza oh, or something, man. which I consumed Everything. in Brooklyn the other day. It was outstanding. Uh, yeah, and is that I've why you been. were not here the last two days? Um, no, the trip has nothing to do with it. My sure. one-year-old daughter, who was dealing with this last week, oh. uh, is the reason why I was completely wiped out for a little over 48 hours, I think it was. Ugh, I counted up. There was a 33-hour stretch. I'm not making this up where I slept for 27 hours. Holy which I can <laughs> confidently say I've never done that in my entire life. Um, I'm feeling better now, but it was a uh, the roller coaster. It was a uh, it was a tough situation there. Yeah. I can think I, I can think of three times really in my entire adulthood that I've been legitimately sick, like beyond like the normal cold we all mm-hmm. get every year. And one was like a stomach flu, legit stomach <laughs> flu, like ten years ago. Yeah. Okay. The second was when I got COVID. But even then, I wasn't, like, terribly sick. I really just had to, like, isolate for a week, which sucked. Um, but this was in bed, awful, can't move. I'm still not 100%, not because I, I feel fine. I just have, like, a lack of energy because yeah, I didn't you eat You look for to so be long. moving a little slowly. Yeah. You know, getting over That's there. because you put an effect on the video, and we're moving oh, in slow motion no, I didn't today. do that. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know how to do that. I'm not <laughs> Sounds that cool, though. You should. Uh, like Tom Brady's hole-in-one, which we'll talk about later. Uh, so, anyway, I'm back. I do have some story. It was not from New York City. Um, thankfully, that, that would have been awful yeah. if it hit while I was there with my 7-year-old. Mm-hmm. Uh, no, it hit me when I got home, and it was definitely from my 1-year-old who was dealing with this last week. But all is good. I did miss OTA, so full disclosure there as we discuss football stuff. That's why we're going to lean on our guy Nick here, who was there yesterday. I do have some thoughts, though, that came out. Okay. Are you starting? Are you like trying to simulate slow motion over there now? I, I'm trying to point to Nick, but you know it's oh, backwards, okay. and my brain doesn't figure oh. that out. For a while, <laughs> I, I was so. doing the same. I don't even know. You how to get our to podcast exactly, listeners yeah. are so confused. I'm gonna minimize myself. Yeah. Bye, guys. Um, do want to address uh, what is definitely the most important topic in the world right now? Maybe not in the world, but definitely in America. Um, there's a war going on in the world right now. But, you know, there's shitty things that are happening that definitely don't have to do with the Bears or sports, and uh, we cannot ignore them. And we shouldn't ignore them. And uh, as a father of a seven-year-old and um, who had to drive to school to this morning and uh, did not feel good doing that at all, uh, I know Lawrence can relate. I know our guys on the Blackhawks pod just talked about this a couple hours ago. Uh, Luke Stuckmeyer was great last night on the Cubs show, and I appreciated that they played the Steve Kerr comments. If you have not seen the Steve Kerr comments from yesterday, um, go do that now. Yeah. Just go do that now. Seriously. I don't even care if you turn this off right now to go do to watch that because it's much more important than this. And it's – we just keep going through these cycles where a terrible shooting happens, everyone gets upset about it, and our politicians just basically wait for the the storm to calm down, and then they go back to doing nothing. And we're just at the point where we just can't let that happen. And I don't really have all the solutions. I definitely don't. But I appreciate that we work for a company in all city that has made it clear to us that, you know, I think it was worded to us, talk about whatever the fuck you want to talk about. And... Um, this is the only thing that's important to talk about to start the show. We, I was promise you we're going to talk about football. We're going to talk about the Bears. But it cannot start the show today and without addressing it. Because even just as I was looking at Twitter, and I probably should stop looking at Twitter because it's just pissing me off even more. But just as we were sitting down, um, I saw that Beto O'Rourke interrupted Greg Abbott's press conference in Uvalde this morning. Um, to actually try to do something, to not just sit up there with a bunch of politicians, did their normal press conference PR crap, um, you know, thoughts and prayers and all that. And then he actually tried to get up there and encourage them to do something about it. And, of course, they kicked him out so they could go back to pretending like they care. And then there was some other GOP member that basically said, we're not going to vote, get the 10 votes they need to pass the common sense uh, background check thing that's been sitting there for two years that the House already passed. 
um, because he basically said it's the White House and Department of Justice have the power to do it anyway, so it's not their problem. You know, this is the kind of shit, and I think he said that's a conversation for another day. If it's not a conversation for today, then when is it time for a conversation? It's just, it's infuriating. It's infuriating. And my kid had three days of school left this week, and I, honest to God, had a conversation with my wife. Should we just keep him home the rest of this week? It's almost summer break anyway. Because if something were to happen in these final three days, I definitely cannot live with myself. Adam, I mean, 19 children, two teachers. It's, it's, yesterday for me, it was just a bunch of sadness. Like, I'm glad I didn't see this really. It didn't hit me until after Will and I had got done with the podcast. I didn't, I don't know, know how you severity. guys did the show to be to yesterday. I didn't even see the severity of it because it was just running around, not seeing it. And then afterwards, as soon as it was done, it was like, holy shit, this just happened. And it continues to happen. We talk, like, we'll have a platform, we'll talk about it, nothing will get done. And that's where the problem lies with this, where we continually have these conversations, but still there's no solutions being implemented there. And, you know, I used to work at a high school the last four years, and when Parkland happened, I remember how stressful that was to be in that building. And then we had an active shooter, or like a, a risk of an active shooter. Threat, and, I, yeah. and it was the worst two days I, I, can, I can remember there, where the students, it, you can feel the tension in the room, and they're looking to the adults for guidance when internally I'm losing my fucking mind. I don't know what's going to happen. I don't know what these kids' intentions, or like someone's intentions are. So it's so sad to see that like 10-year-olds – 11-year-olds, third, third and fourth graders, they had one more day and they were done with school. They won't get to go on summer vacation. They, they won't be with their family. It's like, it pains me to say it. It's so, so sad to, to see. But, yeah, like you, I, I don't have any solutions. But things just need to change. Because if they don't, these acts of, senseless acts of violence are going to continue happening. And we'll, we'll be here talking about it again. Yeah, that's and, the thing. That, yeah, we will. We will, and that's the that's the part that really I just uh, it's just it it's ang- yeah. Yesterday was sadness. Today is just anger. Mm-hmm. Today is just anger, and um, like when you see these politicians interviewed like literally ten minutes ago, say it's not a conversation for today. When, when that's fucking fuck bullshit. Is 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 it a conversation then? Gosh, I just it's. So anybody who's a parent out there, whether little ones, I mean, I'm thinking about you because we are all feeling this today, and um, especially those parents in Uvalde that, I mean, there were just some brutal videos last night that, like, you didn't want to watch, but you also, I'm glad I watched them because you got to feel the pain, and it just cannot be ignored anymore. Steve Kerr had a really good point. We can't get numb to it either. We cannot get numb to this because that's where you kind of just, oh, throw it on the back end of something. We'll we'll think we'll address that later. No, we can't. And that's why, again, something needs to change here just so we're not continually doing this again. Other countries are not going through this shit, but yet it continuously happens here, Adam. So, (sighs) Uh, The last thing I'm going to say on this, and I promise we'll talk about some football. I shared a video uh, on Twitter yesterday that I, I think about all the time. I don't know how many of our viewers and listeners watched the show, video. The Newsroom, that was on HBO like a decade ago. It only lasted, uh, I think, four seasons, three seasons. It was a pretty good show, especially for those of us like in the media that enjoy that type of stuff, um, especially in the TV world. Uh, but the very first scene of the very first episode is something that I think all Americans should watch. That was that was my first time seeing it when he posted it. That that was I mean really impactful. And it's the main character of the show is asked why America is the greatest country in the world mm-hmm. and his answer just to tease it is it's not. And then he goes on a very well argued rant about why it's not and why it used to be and why it still could be. Um so I encourage you to to check that out. It's on Definitely. Twitter, and uh, it just kind of – I had to look up how long ago that aired because I think about that clip all the time, like literally all the time. And especially on days like yesterday, and I, I'm like, man, if 
starting to think like the newsroom, that was a while ago now. It doesn't feel like that long ago. And I looked it up. That aired 10 years ago. And it still applies. 10 years ago. Not only does it still apply, but shit has gotten worse. Mm-hmm. It applies even more today. Yeah. Because this was, this was, that was 10 years ago. And things have only gone even farther backwards. So, but that blonde girl on the show ruined the show. She was fucking terrible. Yeah. That, kind, that, that relationship was garbage. But that's the newsroom. Yeah, this show got a little, Ugh. like a lot of shows. Maggie, I don't know what her name was. It was terrible. Oh, yeah. Oh, you're talking about the, the, the producer? Yeah, she was yeah. like with whatever his name was, the other uh. producer. And then they were just like whiny and obnoxious and no. I feel like no. the, what you just described is like how most shows go. Yeah. Like by the time you get to the third, fourth season. Well, but she was pretty awful from the very first episode. Oh, okay. Yeah. Strong take. Yeah. Wow. I didn't know we were going to be delivered with a, you know, fire news. Sorkin takes. Sorkin, that was Sorkin, wasn't it? Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Classic Aaron Sorkin oh, yeah. show. A lot of talking. With the dialogue. All the words. All moves the words. fast. Brilliantly written, though. Sure. Ooh, we have an anti-Aaron Sorkin guy here. No, it's, no, no, it's not, I'm not anti-Sorkin. I just thought it was. I think uh, we should just do the next 40 minutes on <laughs> Lawrence's hot TV I'll, takes. Uh, I'll just, I'll just yeah. listen. <laughs> oh, you can, you can wait for CSU underscore TV. We'll get to that. Okay. okay. <laughs> The only thing that came that was good of me being sick uh, was I did not I, – I kind of had abandoned Ozark. Mm. And I had – I'm stuck in bed at the point where I can't sleep anymore. I'm like, all right, let's give Ozark a chance. We got to get through this last season. We're going to get there. We're going to get there. there go. Talk about there another go. show that's gotten a little off the rails towards the end. <laughs> but I still love it. All right, let's talk some football um, as we make an awkward transition. And uh, – Honestly, I didn't even pay attention to the comments during that whole thing. I actually see some that are very uh, supportive. And for those of you that are just saying talk football, talk sports, well, that's part of the problem. So I'm <laughs> glad we didn't do that for the first 18 minutes of the show. And uh, we are going to keep in, keep up this energy as we should. But we will transition to football here. And OTAs, um, I do have some stories from New York I'm going to share a little bit later. Okay. And... Um, but here's the first thing. I was list, actually listening to uh, – you guys did a great job yesterday, you and Will, kind of recapping OTAs since I wasn't there, and um, was listening to your pod driving down just to make sure I, I heard everything you guys had to say. I wanted to start with the Jalen Johnson thing. Um, it's interesting how this storyline has sort of developed over the last week between the first open OTA and uh, this week. OTAs are an interesting time. I just want to make our fans – understand this because most off-season practices and training camp the media get to watch almost all of them Mm -hmm. okay now when the regular season starts we only get to watch the first 10 minutes so we're kind of resigned to well a lot of stuff can happen at practice that we never get to see true and that's the tough thing about the regular season but most of the off-season we get to see except during OTAs um they actually have three practices a week, and we only get to watch one. Mm-hmm. So you're kind of guessing, oh, is a guy here this day when we didn't see him this day? And Okay. So anyway, Jalen Johnson talked talk last week, and this like was sort of a slow burn as it accelerated. But there were some comments that he made that Matt Eberflew said as he's – we talked about all this. And it's like, is he trying to send Jalen Johnson a message? And at first I was like, I don't know, like – what message is there to send? He was the best corner on the team last year. Yeah, he probably had some loafs, and he probably want to make sure he corrects that. Mm-hmm. But Adam Johns on Hogan Johns last week came out a little bit stronger and was like, no, I think there's something going on here. And I was like, oh, that's interesting, because when Johns, he like comes out that strong on something, I'm certainly going to listen. And then so when I find out yesterday that he's running with the second team, I'm like, whoa, that's a message. And I'm not buying the conditioning thing, Nick. Okay. So, first of all, for those that may have missed yesterday's show, why don't you recap what the uh, excuses were for him running with the second team? Yeah, we actually have a quote here, and it's from James Rowe, the defensive backs coach. And I specifically asked him, like, what message does that send to Jalen Johnson? And here was his response. I wouldn't look too much who was going with what group right now. Right now, he is, a, he is as competitive as it gets. You know, We're just trying to dominate whoever's in front of us right now. 
So he's been doing a good job for us. Because, look, Jalen Johnson's a guy that was shadowing number one wide receivers. You don't think he can come into OTAs and, you know, in OTAs and practice against this Bears offense. Um, but that's what James Rowe said. He also echoed the same words that kind of Matt Eberflus was saying as well. He said, uh, Eberflus, yeah, I wouldn't read into that right now. He's just getting back into action. So we're just seeing where he is with conditioning. But now that you're here, Adam, we're kind of talking yeah. it through a little bit more. It just what is it? What I Jalen Johnson's one of your best defensive players, a young player, mm-hmm. and their voluntary OTAs. Is he getting? I guess because he didn't go to the what? I think the first week. Yeah, he's getting disciplined for that. Like, is that what it is? Like, or the, or or okay. why is he having conditioning problems? That that's another thing. He's been working out with his brother. He always posts videos with him. But again, football Wait, okay, conditioning so, to other things. But like either way, I can poke holes in that. I because I've seen those videos too, and mm-hmm. and John's brought that up this morning to me too. It's like okay, well then he's probably in condition. So when why are they talking about why? So is he in, is he conditioned or is he not conditioned? And if he's not conditioned, why is he not conditioned? You know what I mean? Like that's why I just I don't buy that it's a conditioning thing. Also, I've covered this league for a long time. I've seen a lot of football practices, whether it's high school, college, pros. When you are clearly the established number one best player at your position, and you may be coming back from an injury, they might be easing you back in. They don't put you on the third or the second team. They start you in the spot you deserve, and then they may, after three or four reps, say, okay, let's bring in the next guy, and they might do it that way. Mm -hmm. I've never seen just run them with the twos. No, and that that was, I mean, it was Kyler Gordon there yeah. in his spot. A rookie. From the, from the so, very beginning, too. That's another thing. Conditioning or getting up to speed with the playbook. That dude wasn't here in April either. He was drafted a couple weeks ago. <laughs> He's with the ones. Yeah. Anybody with eyes understands that Kindleville Door was nowhere near the same player that Jalen Johnson was last year. Not even close. So to play him at the first team over Jalen Johnson, what else could that be but I'm sending a message? Here, here's now that we're, again, still talking this through. It's like Eberflus is new here. Obviously, there's a lot of new, new pieces here on this Bears team. But it's like I don't think he's even giving, like, if you have a status, like, regardless if you're a veteran, rookie, you got to prove it in mm-hmm. a sense. You got to prove it to him. I agree with that. And so that's... If we're going, like, if that's a message, like, show me what you're capable of, and you'll get that spot back. And I don't know, again, how do players take that? If Jalen Johnson doesn't have issue with it, and we don't know if he does or not, then maybe this is being made out to be something more than what it is. But I maybe that's what it is. Iberflu's saying, like, I don't, regardless of status, like, you're going to be here. Like, Dominique Robinson was running with the, with the ones. Like, there are veteran edge players that are still here. Maybe they're not starters, but Robinson was the guy that was starting on the yeah. edge. That's interesting. So, um, what if uh, Michael asked, what if they're just trying to get something out of Vildor? I mean, sure. <laughs> <laughs> but if you're trying response. to send the message to get more out of him, wouldn't it be to bench him since he played poorly? Not yeah. run him back with the ones when he played so poor. You know what I mean? Like, look, this is just a series of red flags. This is we don't get a lot of straight up answers in these press conferences when things like this come up, and so you just over time get more and more experience of reading the red flags. Red flag number one for me was when we did not see Jalen Johnson at the voluntary mini camp in April. That was like, wait a minute. Okay, it's one thing for Robert Quinn to not be here. He's a veteran who's been in the league forever. He may mm-hmm. still be on the trading block. This was pre-draft, mind you. Mm-hmm. That wasn't Nick Foles. No reason for Nick Foles to be there. Nope. Probably not going to be on the team. And of course, now he's on the Colts. Jalen Johnson, third-year corner, who still has stuff to prove, is entering a new scheme. Rookie contract. That was like a wait a minute. Why is he not there? Didn't make too much of it. We did talk about it. I was mm-hmm. accused of making too much of it at that time, uh, even though I didn't feel like we really did. 
But now you start to piece this together. And even last week, I was like, I don't know if I'm going to read too much into what Eberflus said. But okay, now it's like strike three, right? Now he's running with the two. I'm just saying, there's, I don't know what it is, and and it's it could just be motivating the guy, mm-hmm. and I hope that's what it is, and maybe it'll work. I mean, there's a there's a perfect example of Lovey Smith benching Tim Jennings late in the season. Um, I forget the exact year, but he benched Tim Jennings and sent that message, and Tim Jennings came back and was a pretty damn good cornerback for a few seasons after that. Okay, so stuff like this can work, and it's not necessarily a bad thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I just call him BS on the whole conditioning thing. <laughs> we have next two. We'll be the media will be there next Tuesday, and then we'll have a couple more days after that before training camp officially gets going. So, I'm I'm pretty sure things are going to change by that next. Oh, right, you know, hey. it could be it could be changed right now. Right, we only get one media availability right. during the week, so. And if he's healthy, Jalen Johnson is starting week one. Oh, yeah. If Kendall Vildor starting, like, and that's the other thing, like, if, if, if anyone's wondering, like, if they're worried about Jalen Johnson, like, even as a player, well, I mean, again, you saw he, <laughs> what he was <laughs> compared to Kendall Vildor. Mm-hmm. I don't know. You know what was go- actually going through my head, too? Like, when I wasn't seeing Jalen Johnson with the ones, and Kyler Gordon was in that spot. I immediately thought, okay, wait, is it because they want to see who plays that that side of the corner, that corner side better because they're Jalen Johnson's going to shadow again? And I asked James Rowe that as well, like, will Jalen Johnson shadow? He's like, well, I can't really get into that because that's scheme wise. I'm like, okay, that makes complete sense, but I was just curious. And then we kind of learned more after the practice and what what they kind of gave for the conditioning, uh, not not excuse, but their response to it. But yeah, we'll just uh, we'll see next Tuesday. All right, well, we got a lot more to get to, but first, I want to tell you the best way to support CHGO is to download the PointsBet app. Use code CHGO when you sign up. If you do that right now, you get two risk-free bets up to $2,000. But that's not it. If you make a $50 or more first-time deposit, you'll receive a free CHGO membership, which unlocks all of our web content, and you'll even get a free shirt of your choice from the CHGO locker. So that's $2,000 in free bets, a free CHGO membership, and a free T-shirt from the CHGO Locker, all for making more than a $50 first-time deposit at PointsBet. Any questions, email pointsbet at allchgo.com, and Lawrence will respond to your emails personally like he did the entire time he was in Hawaii. Yeah, yeah, that's that was me. <laughs> your home for live in-play betting just got even better. Introducing PointsBet's new feature, the live NBA same-game parlay. You can place all the parlays you want on how many blowouts there are going to be every single night in the NBA playoffs. That's yep. Every time I turn on a freaking game, it's it, and, it, and it's not that it the 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 Heat Celtics series is ridiculous. It's, they just switch off who beats each other by thirty. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's very not exciting playoffs. <laughs> I, I I have been watching more hockey this year because of that. Oh okay. Because I'm like, not. oh, this is not a game. <laughs> hockey playoffs are wild always. Yeah, they're the wild. They're not in the playoffs. Boom. No. See what I did there? Like that. But you can build a perfect live NBA same-game parlay only with points bet. Combine your favorite bets anytime during the game. Boost those parlays. Watch live. Parlay live. Boost live. All the points bet. Online sign-up is available in Illinois. Download the points bet app right now. Register your account from start to finish all from your phone. What are you waiting for? Once the game starts, don't just bet. Live your bet life with points bet. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-522-4700. Just got a notification. Samsung watch band has been delivered. Let's go. All right. Let me ask you guys a question real quick. That was not in the reads. That was not. But Samsung, superior to Apple. Uh, Green bubble guy right here. Green bubble guy. Yes. Uh, Guys, do you want to start your day with a competitive edge? Yes, yes, yes. Everyone says yes. Collective yeses. All right. I could use like 10 edges right now after the thing I just dealt with for 48 hours. Well, Tell me how to do it. Here's how you can do it, Adam. I did avoid coffee, though. <laughs> I had to avoid ah, the coffee. Okay. But now I'm back. I'm Tell me what I should be drinking. Strava. CBD coffee. It's a game changer, Adam. It's helped thousands of people to improve their overall, overall wellness and quality of life. Strava delivers delicious, fresh, roasted, specialty coffee infused with organic, broad-spectrum CBD. Just so you know, 
CBD from hemp doesn't make you higher hungry, but it does offer real benefits that can help you actually speak to me. I'm kind of hungry right now. Uh, being the show's a little time. bit later. Yeah, I, yeah, yeah. I forgot to, forgot I to eat. Yeah. Whoops, should have lunch before the show. Damn. Okay, but Strava, um, it can help you feel alert and focused out the jitters. Live. It helps you can live your day with more balance, with less anxiety, fewer aches and pains. Plus, including CBD in your daily routine can even help you enjoy more restful sleep so you wake up feeling at your best. And the best part about all of this, Strava is all about quality. Everything is small batch, Fresh and shipped straight to your door, like those Samsung Watchmans. Um, Strava also offers concentrated full-spectrum CBD tinctures for those looking for a more traditional CBD format with a powerful entourage effect of benefits. Here's the most important part. CHO listeners can save 25% off their entire purchase when you use code CHGO25. That's 25% off your entire order at StravaCraftCoffee.com when you use code CHGO25 at checkout. Discount coupon valid on non-subscription purchases only, one use per customer. Already love Strava? Subscribe and save with the Strava Coffee Club. With Strava, you are in control. Save on your favorite coffees and have them automatically delivered to your home or office on your preferred schedule. Uh, a couple quick shout-outs in the comments. See you, Timothy. Appreciate you. And Eli in Israel. Hey. Always love the international. What time is it over there? Anybody know? Listeners. Uh, I don't know. This guy about knew, nine how'd you know Italy off the top of your head? I'm Italian. Actually, I was wrong, though. Someone in the comments mentioned it, it's actually seven hours ahead. Oh. So it's, what, 8.30 there now? Yeah. Mm. Now it's really dinner time. So it you lied to time. everybody. Well, I didn't necessarily lie. I just threw it out there and guessed. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I thought you said it Lawrence. so confidently. Lawrence. I'm like, damn. Lawrence. I got, you know, I always, I always think of, like, England, France, and it's six hours, and that's, mm-hmm. I just assume Italy is the same. But you're right. It's an extra hour. So whoever said that in the comments, thank you. Yeah. You. London, I know. That's six. I like that, uh, you know, in the iPhone, you can... Oh, yeah, I've got some saved. iPhone. I, I believe, actually, it's funny. Said Wait, I what about the iPhone? What? I think I have Rome saved in, in my... You do? You? Let me check. Actually, this is a fun game we could play that has nothing to do with football and will anger more people. Yeah. Um, <laughs> here's the cities I have saved. Oh, yeah. Rangestad. Oh. What country is that? No idea. What, mm-hmm. It's a city, but what country is it in? I have no idea. Aranjastad. Come on. Somebody in the comments. Aranjastad. Rome. Rome, 8.33 p.m. Aruba. Paris, 8.33 p.m. Aruba, yes. I was definitely not going to say because Aruba is Dutch people. Uh, New York. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. For some reason, I have Rarotonga and Pago Pago hmm. out in the uh, Pacific. And London and Tokyo. I got Tokyo. It's 3.30 yeah. a.m. right there. 4:30 a.m. in Melbourne. I, I have I added that one thanks to Mark K, our Bulls oh, podcaster. Yeah, that's to necessary. Out where in the future he is? So wait, you guys <laughs> like just have where in the future? You yeah. guys just have randomly say or like? Yeah, does your Samsung do that? No. Well, yeah, I have oh, sure places that I've actually like. Well, that I've been to kind of recently. Chicago. I have Iowa oh, City. Oh, you have Chicago. Oh, yeah. Yes. Oh, you've been to Chicago. You never know you. what the weather here. You don't, <laughs> right? Right. You're literally right? in Chicago right now. I'm glad you've been there recently. Yeah, Eli you says it's eight know. hours. You gotta always check it. I have Milwaukee, Minneapolis, and Mobile, Alabama. Five of those cities you just named are in the same time zone. Correct. No, I'm, I'm worried about the weather. Mine shows you this the weather. This isn't the weather app. Talking. This we is have, the I clock have a weather app, app too. Oh well, I, eh. man. I just don't have the app. All right, what are we, Samsung, of course, e- has. All Eli that. says Israel's eight hours ahead. So it's nine. So he's then. also in the future. Yeah. <laughs> That's funny. In the future. Please let me know what happens by. Uh, I wish you could do that. Well, Jalen Johnson be with the one. Then you could let us know about the <laughs> yeah. points bet parlays in advance. Mm. Mm. That is true. But that's not how that works. Mm. They don't play the games in the future. Um, all right. Some more from OTAs. Cole Komet talked to the media yesterday. Ah, yes, Cole. He did. I'm, I'm trying to judge. Um, you know, I'm, I've been a defender of Cole's on this podcast. But in... The correct context, I feel mm-hmm. like. I've never set the expectations t- too high. The guy had 66 catches, I think, last year. In an offense there, they didn't really seem like they t- cared about him too much. No. No, they didn't. That's pr- That seemed like pretty good to me. Yeah. Oh, uh, we're in the red zone. Uh, we're going to take you out and put Jimmy Graham in. <laughs> and throw that terrible f- looping pass to Graham every time. And it worked like, what, once? Maybe How many once. touchdowns did Graham have last year? One? 
Two? I thought he had three. I don't know. Okay. I'm not mistaken. I blacked Whatever. out half the season, That's which wasn't good since I was at the game. But <laughs> I do that. Uh, I've learned. But I think Cole Komet's going to be a bigger part of this offense, Adam, especially with what Luke Getzey's bringing. And Cole Komet talked about, you know, when you look at Luke Getzey, obviously coming from Green Bay, he highlighted three different teams and what you can maybe expect out of the tight ends. First, he mentioned, like, Robert Tanyan and what he was able to do with Green Bay when he was there. He did mention George Kittle and what they do in San Francisco with that wide zone scheme. But he also mentioned, if you look back the past five seasons with Minnesota, that's what you can expect more of. So Cole Komet um, wants to be, and we actually have a quote graphic here, what he's been working on um, this offseason to kind of improve himself for year three Everything's got to be a hands catch for people that are um, listening. That one thing, that's one thing with that. And then it's hard to do now without pads on, but really craving violence through my blocks. Interesting. So anytime a tight end mentions that, who's mentioned violence before? In, in, I don't know, one of the offensive line. I think Seven Jenkins earlier um, yesterday, too, mentioned about the violence that you need to have. Well, Lucas Patrick's talked about that a lot, too. That's who it was, Lucas Patrick. So... Cole Command also brought up two plays specifically where those red zone opportunities where he, that's the one area of Cole Komet's game right now. And you can obviously improve the blocking where he does need to show more production in because he has what one touchdown through two years now. Mm-hmm. And he mentioned, if you remember Adam, like the Fred Warner play where it's like that back shoulder. And he just said that him and Justin Fields, the timing was just a little bit off, but he feels now. But I still think he should have caught that. Yeah, he had the one. He had the one hand on it, yeah. but timing was off. And then there was a low pass uh, in the game at Green Bay that he felt like could have been an opportunity where where Komet could have scored. But I think just what they're trying to do, he's going to be more of a willing blocker. You're going to have more of these, and he mentioned this Cole Komet. Like Justin's now, you're seeing him more doing these rollouts, getting outside of the pocket. That's a huge difference that he mentioned. From last season to this, uh, what the offense is currently looking like. So I just feel like we're going to see more opportunities, even though he did have decent stats in an offense that was, you know, very dysfunctional for most of the season. Yeah, I, I like that he brought up the hands catch thing because I just there's 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 some body catches. There's like a handful of plays last year that he could have made, mm-hmm. where he either dropped it. Or it was a t- or like a blatant drop, or I think I'm, I'm really focusing on like five plays that were like sort of iffy. Mm-hmm. But the difference is the top tight ends make that play exactly. So like I need you to make at least three of those five. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like so that that's what. It, but overall, like I I like Cole Clement a lot. That's why I defended him on the show and will continue to. I think he's good in that clubhouse. I think. He's a good enough blocker. Again, I think we're like forgetting that he still managed the production he had last year in an awful offense. Yeah. Um, so I still think he's a player. I always try, try to think of guys like in terms of ascending or descending. He's ascending still. And he entered the league during a COVID year where they didn't even get any of the OTA stuff. So he kind of enters in without having that traditional startup for rookies. And then, like you said, the offense that he had. He also will be going to the tight end university down in Nashville. And he says a big part of that is just picking other the, some of the top tight ends in the game, just picking their brains, seeing what and, and, and drinking and drinking. And drinking. That's like that the last big part. year, didn't he? Yeah, he did. Mm-hmm. But this year it's way bigger, apparently. Oh, less. Yeah, okay. It's a bigger party. Okay, giddy up. I want to go to Nashville. I've never been to Nashville. Oh, Nashville's cool. Oh, you have to put the, the weather app on your yeah. phone. <laughs> See, I will do that. For places I'm going to go to, I just By the way, right in there. another city in the same time zone as Chicago. Correct. Just, just in, but okay. you should good to know. make sure you put it down with the rest of your the central weather. time zone cities just so you can keep them all in the same <laughs> brain space. <laughs> yes, I will do that. <laughs> uh, all right, Nicholas Morrow. Take they said from- Nick Moore, and then I'm like, wait, wait, okay. I did it again, but... Yeah, Once Nick, again, you do not play linebacker. For I Chicago don't. Back. I'm not as fast, and um, that's that's really the only difference. Um, but Nicholas Morrow, I asked him, because there's been a lot of talk as whether he's going to play the will, Mike. And I asked him, does it does it even matter in this defense? And he said no. 
essentially said no. They're both interchangeable, especially on on early downs where you'll see Moro and Roquan kind of again being interchangeable with those positions. He said maybe on certain third down situations, that's where you'll get more specific with the labels of the position. But something that was interesting that Moro um, talked about or, or revealed is that you know he has been one with the headset calling the defensive plays, and I think. You know, you just you associate that with probably just being Roquan's job because he is yeah. a leader of the defense. But Moro said that that's not something that's new to him, and now he's taking that responsibility as of right now, uh, calling the the defensive plays and relaying that to the rest of, of the players on defense. So, um, for you, Adam, is that is that a big deal? Does that matter? Um, I find it interesting. Now, f- for one, like there's a very one very good reason why you should have both guys do it with the headset uh, and call the plays this time of year because, um, like, once you get deeper in a training camp and especially in games, only one of them's doing it. But if like Roquan goes down, the other needs to be able to do it. Mm-hmm. In practice, you can't really do that unless you switch because. Um, you know, the first team comes off together, then the second team's on, and now that guy doesn't get the opportunity to do it. So I'm not too concerned about that because he's done it before. I think the communication between the linebackers should be fine regardless. Um, I'm interested to see, though, how that continues going forward. It's good to prepare for the possibility of Roquan being hurt, injured, or not being available for, you know, for whatever reason. But um, And now's the time you kind of work on that stuff. But I would be very surprised if that's not Roquan Smith's job come the regular season. So I'll be interested to see how that progresses, especially when we get to like we're. I, I I'll bring up again what I brought up at the beginning of the show. We're getting to see one of three practices every week. When sure. we get to veteran minicamp in a couple weeks, we'll be able to see all three in a row across three days, and it kind of just gives you a better sense of like, especially because that's mandatory, mm-hmm. and they'll up it just a little bit you'll be able to get a sense of, like, uh, what the experiments kind of go out the window for a second, and they run three days of practice that tends to be a little bit more similar to what you would see in a game week where you have a Wednesday, Thursday, Friday setup, and the Friday day is always shorter, and they usually let them go. I think John Fox even, like, I've seen a couple of mini camps where they get out there, they go through stretching individuals, and then the coach calls them together and says, all right, go enjoy your summer break. Don't get arrested. Well, that'd be a, that's a good thing to... I'm serious. Yeah, so no. Because Byron Pringle. No, I'm being serious because that's always the message they they put out too. Is like, okay, you get six weeks off now. Don't be smart. do anything stupid. Don't do, do anything stupid because, you know, we still got a football season to play. So, <laughs> Very true. Um, I don't know if that's going to happen this year. I wouldn't necessarily do that with a new coaching staff. I think I'd probably try to maximize every practice every I could get. get. But uh, also being a new coach, maybe you want to... You buy some goodwill with your players, too, at the same time. got to find that balance. Something I was just actually thinking about, Adam, was like, because Morrow and Smith are, I guess, how they said, interchangeable, Iberflus has also mentioned that. I guess how they distinguish that on an every single given play, like, oh, you're here, I'm here. Or, like, you know, the tight ends to the one side, I'll go that way. Like, I wonder how that – obviously, they're figuring it out. They, they um, Morrow also said him and Roquan have great chemistry with each other. Um, they have to race, actually, to see who's faster. That's something that he also mentioned. But just how they kind of distinguish that in every given play if the the two um, positions are interchangeable. Again, that's what you, you work on early on in the offseason. But, yeah. What I do have to tell you, though, and, of course, you already know this. got to tell you about points bet. If you enjoy CHGO, one way to help us to continue to grow is to download the points bet app and use code CHGO when you sign up. Not only are you going to get two risk-free bets up to $2,000, but if you make a $50 more first-time deposit, you'll receive a free CHGO membership, which unlocks all of our web content, and you'll even get a free shirt of your choice from the CHGO Locker. If you have any questions, email pointsbet at allchgo.com, and we'll help you out. And in case you missed it, online sign-up is available in Illinois. You'll be signing up with the fastest sports book, easier than ever, so you can start living your bet life in seconds. So what are you waiting for? Once the game starts, don't just bet. Live your bet life with points bet. Gambling problem call 1 800 522 4700. 
And I want to make sure you are aware of everything we're doing here at CHGO. And uh, it's not just the Bears stuff. We have podcasts and live shows on every team every single day. The postgame shows have been great. Uh, made it part of my regular routine. Of course, watching the White Sox shows as I uh, live through the misery of, uh, yeah, you know, teams coming together. They rally behind Tim Anderson. Mm-hmm. Now mm-hmm. let's lose 16 to two or whatever it was that turned the game off at that point. Three. Three. Was, oh, they got one. They got the field they goal. was good. It was worse than nice. uh, the CHTO softball score, which yeah. was a 15 to seven, eight. I, don't, I forget. I mean, I don't know. The manager doesn't know how to draw a diamond. So. I was going to say, I, I, I did explain on the last podcast. My brother drew that up, no, so I just no, threw I heard exactly that. what no, it was. No, no, you explained and it. You, you deflected and, like, all I, the blame off yourself. Why am I the manager? Like a, I just play. Just, I don't just know why play. I'm the manager. I don't, I don't make lineups. I just... I don't know. Anybody in this room want to comment? How many runs did that cost the team that he drew the diamond as a triangle? That's there was no second... If, if you see it... Did zero. anyone accidentally run from first straight to third base because of the <laughs> diagram that It would have helped drew. us. We would have maybe scored four runs out. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> just go to third. First there's always third. someone in those softball games that runs through second base like they can run through first and they just get tagged out like it's a little that happened in our first game oh okay well that uh, the other team so oh you did it to the other team so it worked out in our favor (laughs) um hey we do have a ton of premium written content for members at allchgo.com make sure you're getting those memberships the merch and you get a free shirt when you become a member And uh, you check out the members only Discord too in the CHGO <laughs> lounge. Um, oh, he doesn't have it loaded yet hold for on, the viewers, on, but yeah, it's coming. On. I'm telling you guys, wait till you see this. I do it. I, have I, they? They haven't seen this yet. No, this is supposed to be the private jet that's in our Slack. There it is. There it is. That um, Nick drew that. This is how the lineup was drawn. That's a triangle. That is a pizza. Now, yeah. how did you decide between Vinny and Vinny's fiance in uh, left and right field? Well, we face more righties, <laughs> right? <laughs> okay, you know, and Vinny's like put us in the outfield. So uh-huh. honestly, this was just drawn up. We we use a little bit of the same order from last game, and then actually where I'm at and where you see Brett is at, Brett could not play third, and ne- neither could I, quite frankly. So it was not a it wasn't a good game. Hmm. We'll be back in two weeks, though. Get this W and go two and one. Yeah, maybe. I promise you that. Maybe by then you'll learn how to draw a diamond. I hope. I, yes, I would hope so that too. But we'll see. Like I, were you guys playing cricket or? That's an interesting game. It's more of a circle, I think. Right. I don't know what the hell it is. It might be. I yeah. can draw it though. A full circle. I'll try. Is that like more it. like a lacrosse field? I feel like it's something. No, it's. Like, <laughs> I believe it's a huge circle. It's just got your little the wickets down the middle there. Well, he drew like a square yeah. with a try. I don't know I don't what know. that is. It's if like I just sh- put a base, it's like a in shuffleboard. There. That is like a shuffleboard actually. thing. Yeah, no, I can see that. Unbelievable. Something that I've only played once too. Shuffleboard. No. Um, I can actually it, draw, which is a funny thing. If I see a picture of it, I could draw something. This is just offhand. It worked. Everyone knew exactly where to line up. I don't care, <laughs> but I do. And I'm done. You need a picture of a baseball diamond to draw a baseball. I know that's. What I didn't I mean, want to I say mean, that. Yeah. Everyone yeah. knew where to go, so it doesn't even matter. <sighs> okay, I'll give you that. And there's only <laughs> so much shit I could talk because I have not been in either either hey, of the first guy two Ernie. Games. He's like he was actually driving in his car as we were walking to the field. He was like, "No Adam again, huh?" I'm like, "I don't know. I don't know. I don't know about that." Adam well, trust guy. me, there was a zero percent chance uh, of me being there Monday. I didn't not even. I was unable oh, to yeah. even <laughs> attend the uh, Vernon Hills Red Sox victory over the Vernon Hills White Sox. Oh yeah. Uh, Which turned out to be an omen for for the, Nick, for can, the Red Can Sox you tell answer. Rob's firearm safety what? The we are sixteen. Is. Inch. Only it's the only. Yep. The only answer. Sixteen inch. Sixteen inch. I have Ooh. thoughts about that as a baseball player. Sixteen over sixteen and twelve inch. I understand why we play sixteen. It's the Chicago thing. It it's the fun. Chicago way. It is fun. <laughs> uh, twelve inch softball is probably more fun though if you're actually. You get a glove. Settle down. Uh, if you actually play on a regular diamond-shaped field. Okay. I know, controversial opinion. Don't worry, I don't yeah. put ketchup on my hot dogs. Yeah. It's okay, everybody. I don't know. Both of you guys are not doing very well right now with me. I don't know. Why? Annie uh, hates triangles. Aaron Sorkin. 
12 inch softball. Mm. I don't hate Sorkin. I hate that blonde haired character in okay. the newsroom. Maggie yeah. Haberman? I don't know. No, that's a real person. <laughs> that's a real person. Yeah. Oh, that's, that's why I'm confused. Yeah. What's her? Look up the name from the news. All right, fine. I think you have what do we got to talk about left? Do we, do we have something else to talk about? Uh, well, I have some New York oh. City stories, but we also have some time for um, some super chats and any questions Bears related. I did want to bring up, though, I don't know if people saw this this morning. Tom Brady had a hole in one. Um, and because Tom Brady is Tom Brady, Tom Brady, of course, he had a film crew with him. Mm. And this sweet drone that came swooping in. Do we even? If I were to find this tweet, do we have the capability of showing it? Uh, just say no if we don't. Well, I'm just—it's some random video that's. They put it on shot. Twitter. If you retweet it, Lawrence, you can go uh, on Adam's page, maybe, right? You did retweet it. Um, Marcus Lashock from WGN tweeted it earlier. Bet you if I type in Tom. Well, well, I'll send it to you. Make that call. Anyway, he, 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 first, the first shot is he's just on the tee and he hits the ball. And then you see this drone like swoop in like right at the same time that he hits the ball. And then everyone celebrates. So you realize the ball went in and he hit it a hole in one. Uh, that was the right video there at the top. And, oh, there's a drone. Holy. And then the drone shot is TV? sick. And actually, the 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 song slow motion, uh, do it. which on. I think is Hotel Lobby, the song that goes with it, is killer too. It's a pretty. All I'm saying is, if you ever picture Tom Brady, the goat, hitting a hole in one, like this is exactly how you envision him playing out. Like somebody's filming it. It's a great shot. It's a fun video, and he's the greatest human being that lives <laughs> in the world. Basically, this is my first time seeing it too. Yeah. Like this is incredible. So wow, this. People want to check that out. Oh, do we have it? I got it. Here we go. Okay. Do you see a drone fly by? Mm-hmm. I thought it was a bird at first. I was like, oh, shit. Okay, so this is just the shot, like the cell phone video from the side. But watch when it transitions to the actual drone shot. That was not a great bump. Perfectly Boom. timed. I mean, yeah, how did they time that? That's Perfectly timed. Wild. And then it follows the ball. And I know our podcast listeners can't see this right now, but the ball lands on the green. Bam, bam. Maybe there was some CGI really, involved that know. made the ball go in. I, I, I See, I, I hate that I'm skeptical about every video I see on the internet. You think it's fake. Kevin Kadick says it's fake. Yeah. I don't Commenters, fake or real, those of you that are able to watch this live right now. I don't think... Tony Daly says, did he deflate the golf balls? Okay, fair <laughs> point. I was going to say, I don't... I, I I was about to say Tom Brady deserves our trust on this one, and then actually maybe he doesn't. Nah, the new Tom Brady. The whole deflate gate thing was totally debunked, though, by the way. How much, like, PS... Whatever the hell it was, like, it... I don't think it's it was that big of a difference. You can't catch football, you can't catch football. Yeah. <laughs> Too bad. All right. Well... That was the first time seeing it, though. Impressive. The CHGO czar, Kevin Kadek, yeah. He's, yeah. has spoken. And he I says fake. Yeah. What do you think, Lawrence? Uh, I think her name was Maggie Jordan on the newsroom. Oh, okay. Played by mm. Allison Pill. Not a good role. Man, he's really hung up on that. I know. Jesus. Like he, he, I, I didn't, <laughs> I'm trying to think of TV characters that have stuck with me that much that I'd be that upset about it. I'll be honest. I haven't thought of her in about 10 years. But Wendy from, the o yeah. from Ozark would be one. Yeah. But she's, I can admit she's necessary to the show. Sure. Okay. Fine. I got sure. nobody. Do we have any real Bears questions? Uh, Otherwise, I'm going to jump into some. Uh, I want to hear about New York. I've yeah, never I been to New York. And I've All right. My seven-year-old is the best traveler. That's I love awesome. him to death. He thinks everything about traveling is the coolest. Like, he even, on the way home, wants to be pulling the suitcase through the airport. <laughs> so when he's pulling, when he's carrying our only two bags and I'm not carrying anything, it makes me look like an a-hole. It's like, what the hell are you doing? <laughs> Making my seven. No, he wants to do it. Now, I, granted, he goes like 20 yards and then I'm like, all right, let me take it the rest of the way here. Because um, we got a flight to catch, buddy. But <laughs> And like 9,000 other people around yeah. you have flights to catch and you're like, what is this child doing going weaving right. back and forth? Yeah. Oh, but that reminds me. I, I don't know how many guys, how, how many have been in LaGuardia recently? Not recently. Pretty much the only airport I would say is worse than O'Hare. No. It's amazing now. Oh. I thought we landed at the wrong airport. 
<laughs> we so walked nice. out of the gate. I'm like, what airport are we in? <laughs> Everything about it is awesome. Wow. L- LGI, right? LGA. Right? LGA. Yeah. No, yeah. like during the pandemic, they're just like, hey, we're going to fix this airport. You know what O'Hare did from the entire time Matt Nagy was hired until he was fired? They spent four years working on the tram that goes yeah. from the parking lot to I, the thing. And they couldn't get that right. I know. It yeah. still doesn't New work. New York built a whole new airport during that time. <laughs> yeah. In less time. That's impressive. Go New York. LaGuardia is awesome now. I want to go back there. I used to stay away from LaGuardia. Now it's great. Anyway, um, we went out there. We saw the World Trade Center, Central Park, went to the White Sox-Yankees game, saw the whole Josh Donaldson, Tim Anderson dust-up Saturday. Mm-hmm. Um, took the long train ride back. I was pretty much dead, ready to go to sleep, but we were meeting my buddy who lives in Brooklyn, and my son was just, no, let's keep going. Want to go? Had some awesome pizza. There you took go. the ferry oh. back at 9 o'clock. Where did you get the pizza from? Um, I think it was Juliana's okay. in Brooklyn. Did I, I ends, in an, ends in a vowel. Sounds like it could be I good. I hope <laughs> I got that. No, I got to look that up to make sure I got it right. But it's a really good, um, uh, like, authentic New York pizza place in Brooklyn, right by the Brooklyn Bridge. Uh, yeah. Juliana's Pizza, yeah. There you go. Okay. On Old Fulton Street in Brooklyn. I got it right. It was really good. And um, so I have pretty much decided I don't buy baseball tickets in advance anymore because you could pretty much get them on StubHub for less, and it gives you more flexibility. But I didn't want to go all the way out to New York and not have tickets. Yeah, that makes yeah, sense? Sure. So I did buy them ahead of time. And, of course, tickets were right in the sun. And, you know, when I bought these tickets in May, I'm thinking, like, let's just hope it's a nice day, not – is it going to be 95? That's how hot, man, even really realized hot. That's how hot it was. Wow. Um, and it was humid. It was terrible. So, I can't, I don't, I, my son, like, we were sitting there before the game, and I'm like, there's no way he's getting through his game. We came all the way out here to see Yankee Stadium. There's no way he's getting through his game. Or myself, even. Like, that's <laughs> yeah, how hot seriously. it was. So, I've never done this before. I went on StubHub from inside the stadium, and I brought different tickets. Man, okay, yeah, that, that that can work. Yeah, like it, that not only gave us um, some shade, but actually access to at Yankee Stadium, the batter's eye in center field is actually oh. a cl- like a club area inside. Nice, like it's glass, it's black glass, and so you can't if you're on the field, it just looks like you know a perfect batter's eye. But inside is actually like an air conditioned area. Where that's like the second best club behind Strava Coffee Club. That's yeah. That's impressive. Yeah, that's awesome. You're right. Yeah. That's the second best club. Mm-hmm. I like how you did that. Well played. Um, and because it was like so late, like the, those tickets I bought on StubHub weren't even that. Ex- it was on like, a loophole. Yeah. Everybody get into the. It was stadium. a dad hack. Was that I could call that a dad hack? We'll have to save that for the dad pod. Yeah. When is that happening? We're gonna keep talking about it and then not do it until someone actually catches oh. us with their phones at the right time talking about lawnmowers okay. or. Yeah. Last week we were talking about mulch while you were in Hawaii. You know, I- I mowed when I got back because it seemed like everything grew a lot. And then I, I finished mowing, and it looked like I hadn't mowed at all. And I was on the third of five levels. I was right yeah. in the middle there. You know, what's going on? Dead, dead pop dead stuff right there. I'm going to hey, quickly address yeah. one of these comments in here because please do. Which one? Uh, it, football. It's I. Is that Mule? Mule Skinner. There we go. Where uh, I'd like to know where Graham Junior is playing. He's in the nickel. He was repping yeah. at the nickel. Uh, actually, with the first. Yeah, with the first team. Um, yesterday, kind of they again they are interchangeable. I asked James Rowe about that nickel position. No front runners as of right now, but he likes a the competition there just to kind of uh, address the. I saw a couple of Graham comments in here, but he's at the nickel right now. Oh, why is he not playing over Vildor though? Yeah, that's the because Vildor is with the first team. Remember, he is a yeah. right now. I like Graham as a slot guy. Yeah, I, 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 think I he's more suited. There. I understand that. I don't know that. Kendall Vildor is necessarily ever going to be more than like a backup mm-hmm. outside corner, but uh, for a fifth what fifth round draft pick, yeah, yeah, that's fine. All right, time to get out of here. Uh, appreciate everyone sticking with us today, and um, you know, hopefully, taking very seriously stuff we talked about at the top. And um, you know, I know it's affecting everyone. So if you're as upset or just sad about everything as, as we all are, we are thinking about you and um, definitely thinking about all the people uh, down in Uvalde affected by this. So 
um, tough times. It happens too much, and um, it needs to stop. We are out of here. Please follow us on Twitter. Please subscribe. Please rate and review the podcast. We appreciate it. Hit that like button if you enjoy the show. We will be back tomorrow at 1 o'clock. Uh, there was a rumor that developed literally as I was sitting down in this chair that Matt Peck might join us tomorrow, and he is waving to me right now. So I am taking that as a yes. I, thumb, I got a thumbs up back there, too. We missed him last week when we had Big Dave on. Matt Peck will join us tomorrow on the show. Everybody loved that last week. Oh, they, like yeah, I kind of felt like a lack of job security after Big Dave was on the show. Like, the will I be show. here next week? <laughs> yeah. Everyone just wants him. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Big Dave rules. Yeah, I agree. Awesome. I I so told Matt Peck. All right. Yeah, Matt's with us tomorrow. Can't wait. We'll talk to you tomorrow, 1 o'clock.